Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. It gets a bit harder as you get older, so they say, to lose the bit of weight or anything like that, particularly for women. Uh, as you get in towards the years, it can get even harder again. I tell you now, it's not so easy for men either. I stand in front of the mirror of a morning... And I admire what God has made. And then I think, ah, to hell with it. <laughs> I do at this stage in my life. But a woman has written a book, Cork a weight loss coach Anna Burns, has written a book about weight, gaining and losing weight uh, as, as we get a little bit older, especially women. Uh, around menopause years, but not necessarily to do with menopause. It can get harder as you get older to keep the bones, the bag of bones in trim, Anna. And that's for men and women. But I reckon with so much going on hormonally for women, it's even more difficult. Good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. I think, you know, you've hit two very valid points there. The first is that with all respect to your age, you've sort of kind of started not to care. And I think that's an issue. That's a problem. Um, and the other thing is very much about our bones, because while cosmetically we mightn't like the direction of travel, if your bones are suffering, PJ, you're on the track to infirmity and frailty as you age. Mm. So I suppose there's more to it than the cosmetics. Um, you know, I think, first of all, PJ, male or female, we shouldn't ever be happy to settle and to give up. I don't know how many people tell me that, well, I don't expect to be the weight I was in my 30s. People's wedding day tends to be the day that they were at their slimmest ever, women particularly. And they don't expect at 50 to go back to what they were at 30. And I would argue that, you know, J-Lo is of menopausal age. It's a pity she doesn't acknowledge it because she is fabulous. She just launched a lingerie range as you do in your 50s. Why not? Um, It's easy to think that, yes, she's got a team of people behind her, but it's the approach that I think we need to latch on to. How many hours a day, Anna, does it take to keep that? And she is in a highly privileged position. She's Mm -hmm. stinking rich. Surrounded by celebrity lifestyle and all that goes with it, she can put in her own gym and her own swimming pool if she wants it. How many hours a day does it take to keep to keep up that body? For most people of J Lo's age, I would suggest it's just too much effort in it. I I would strongly disagree with you, PJ. It would take an hour maximum. In fact, for most of my clients, the happy number that we've landed on over the years is forty-five minutes if you do things correctly. So. What are you looking for? You're looking for 10,000 steps a day. Um, We all have gadgets. 
chances are there's one gathering dust in a cupboard at home. Stick it on your wrist and measure how many steps you're doing in a day. I know nothing about what you do in your day, PJ, but my guess is that without putting any effort in, you will do two and a half thousand steps a day. That Probably. seems to be the norm. Probably. There, but I need, there, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we sit around and, you know, we're busy, but we're not physically active. To go looking for 10,000 steps a day takes a little bit of an effort, but the effort is mental. It's an awareness thing. So if you can remember Gordon Gecko pacing up and down on the phone, that's what you can do while you're doing a sedentary job. You can move. It's not about exercise. But then we do need exercise as well. There are two different things. One is just movement and the other is exercise. That is the stuff of lifting weights and women are nervous of it, particularly if you don't have a history of it. It's about maintaining the bones that you do have and the muscles that you do have because otherwise you're going to lose in the region of 3 to 8 percent per decade of your muscle and after 60 that escalates you're going to lose up to 20 percent of your bone mass five to seven years post menopause so this is not something minor this is something where does does it go where do your bones go well you leach calcium they don't leave you they just get lighter so the bones stay pretty much the same size in diameter but they get lighter and more porous we know osteoporosis it's very and is that manageable then through a good calcium diet it most certainly is you'd need 1200 milligrams a day which you will do mainly through supplementation but obviously dairy products would be a huge source of calcium in the Irish diet and vitamin D we need sunshine but we also need to supplement in vitamin Mm -hmm. D because we live in a dark kind of a country very simple thing to do tiny little pill in the morning and you've got your vitamin D covered your calcium equally but that won't do it alone you need things like vitamin K so this is about your green veg eating the likes of eggs and good stuff but you have to then do weight-bearing exercise. You have to be lifting something more than a cup of coffee or a glass of wine mm. to keep those bones working. And what is that? It's a walk. Um, it's gardening. But it's also going to the gym, maybe, or a gym class, or going power walking with a friend, not a stroll. So it's the stuff of a little bit of effort, but it's consistency. Mm. PJ, it is kind of 45 minutes a day. If you can watch the news, Coronation Street, whatever it is that you might enjoy of an evening, you have 45 minutes in your day. Yoga is very popular. Um, Is it of use? Everything is of use. Um, But the thing is, it will depend on the yoga. If it's the kind of contemplate your navel in a nice, warm, quiet room sort of yoga, it's fantastic for your spiritual and mental health, but it won't really build that much bone or muscle. Uh, It needs to be the hard stuff. It needs to be the kind of Ashtanga yoga, the hot yoga Um, but everything helps you can do yoga in the comfort of your own bedroom at home if you have an app you know you can do 15 minutes a day it's wonderful but really we need to be looking to apply a little bit of weight to our body Um, the stuff of squats and lunges and if you're good at yoga and you're willing to sweat a little bit absolutely it would be one Mm. of those good things but we can't overlook diet Um, PJ it's about eating good stuff women of my age you know I'm middle aged and we are the generation that have dieted most we started off with the F plan in the 80s very appropriately (laughs) named and it went downhill from there it was F all good (laughs) yeah it was F all good and I remember (laughs) I remember uh, a health um, food shop in inverted commas up in Georgia Street in, in Dublin um, and the smell of it would knock a horse and as for infection control and cleanliness you know 
but it was all about the fibre and everything was brown. So that was miserable. That was the 80s. We went quickly then into starvation mode with slim fast and Cambridge diets and God knows what else. Then fat was the enemy. Then white bread was the enemy. Oh. And carbs were the enemy. And Atkins and Ducan and all of this. And then we became it, Wouldn't it give you... <laughs> now, look, as I said, I'm, a, I'm of a certain age now. And I know... I, I, I'm one of these people who says, well, do you know what? Take 20 years off my age and I'll never be that size again. I The last time I ever saw 32 was on on a measuring tape and I ain't ever going to see it again. And I kind of am in that mode, but you'd say that's, that's, that's absolute nonsense. But all of these diet plans over the years, it makes it very hard for someone to discern what makes sense, doesn't it? Correct. That's exactly it. And so someone like me, I've been 27 years in the business now, um, I've met them all. I've met the weird, the wonderful. I've read them all. I've studied them all. And they're all bonkers off the charts. They will give you a great result in the immediate. Yes, you will lose loads of weight in the immediate. Mm. And then someone presents you with a ham sandwich and a cup of tea and you don't know what to do with it. Um, and and you'll eat it and then you'll think, right, I'm hungry for sheep as for a lamb. And you'll go back on to everything that is supposedly bad for you and you'll balloon and put back on the four stones that you lost three of, you know. That's just how it goes. So diet is always followed by, you know, famine versus feast. So in the middle ground, the science has never changed of weight loss. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. And my rule of thumb is eat only foods you enjoy. Don't eat anything you don't enjoy. If you don't like grapefruit, then don't go near it. Have an orange, for goodness sake. There's nothing prescriptive. But you need to know what balance looks like. And ironically, women need to eat more than they think. People are shocked when I get them on week one. They have to trust me on week one that they're eating more than they're used to because they've whittled down because of the paleo and Atkins and everything else to avoiding fruit, which is a massive mistake, um, avoiding too many carbohydrates, which is the second most yeah. common mistake I see. And then they're eating a Mars bar three days in because they don't know what to do next. Instead, They're each also way, eating something that looks like the lining of a budgie's cage for their dinner. Like, I'm sorry. And of course you're miserable and then you're miserable and that's why the Mars bar begins to look attractive three days in because you're miserable and you're sad. There should be a bit of chocolate on everyone's day if that's what keeps you happy. There are no prescriptions when it comes to what foods are good and bad and otherwise. It's keep it whole, keep it simple. Have an orange, not orange juice. An apple, not apple juice. Brown soda bread, not some cracker that you could, you know, build a house out of that doesn't taste like food. Look, look, look out for the thing that has a lot of sugar and a lot of salt in it. One thing I noticed I've become, and I have a question in here from Susan, which I want to give you in a second, but I've noticed myself personally, I've become extremely conscious to the level of sugar and salt in anything I eat. I can almost taste the sugar and I can taste the salt and stuff. So I just don't eat those things. But that's, that's, I'm lucky that way. This, Susan says, if I had a few kids, I, I, if you've had a few kids, says Susan, no matter what you do, it's very hard to shift that belly. It seems to be hormonal. I don't know. Is it stomach weight hormonal? It's impossible to shift, even with the exercise and even with the diet. Myself and all my friends are in our late 30s, early 40s, and we're all stuck with this mammy gut. Okay, I'm delighted with that question because the answer is no. You can sort that out if that's your priority. Look, I had four kids myself. It's 
absolutely hellish in those years to get your head above water. You're simply not your own priority. Your children are your priority. Their activities, their schooling, everything to do with everyone else is your priority in your 30s and 40s. That's the sad fact of being female in the culture that we're in. So you're not on the list at all, maybe on a good day, but you're not consistently in the top 10 things to do. So your needs don't get met and that's why the gut doesn't go away. When you get that little bit older, the clouds part and suddenly you realise I should be back on that list. So I'd suggest you start early and your awareness is great. Get to the gym, get out and power walk, not a walk and a stroll. Um, eat well, prioritise your own needs. Look up bbc.co good food for recipes that you like instead of feeding. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The kids, which you do, the kind of foods that they like, which is the bland, carbohydrate, which, and you're having a little bit of a fish finger here and a little slice of toast there because it's what on, is on the plate left over from the kids and you're rushing and racing and you haven't prioritised your own lunch. That's what happens in your 30s and 40s when you've had kids. You don't get to prioritise yourself. It is not hormonal weight on your belly, not at 30 and 40, out of the question. What you need to do is um, start looking at building muscle. It's not about a six-pack. That's not what we're looking for. That's an optional extra if, if you're mm. getting into a different league. No, it's not that. It's about building muscle because the more of you that is made of muscle at any age, the higher burning a machine you are. So if you are not building muscle, you're running like a Nissan Micra. You're very economical. You whip around the place, you're light. If you start building muscle, you start working the engine like a big old Jeep that is expensive to run, a big old Range Rover. It takes more calories to run per hour, even taking over at rest. So you want to be made more of muscle. It's not about bulk. It's not about size. It's about strength and invisible strength. And then you get to eat a lot more of what you like. The belly goes away um, and the feel-good factor takes over so that you wouldn't let it go. Most of us don't get there until we're middle-aged and we realize the kids are going to up and leave you anyway. um, And you're going to be left fat and unfit. How (laughs) How important is it to monitor your protein intake and look for things that have good protein content. How important is that? Uh, Yeah, okay, that's a great question now because there's been a huge focus for the past decade on protein like it's the only show in town. We need 12 to 15% of our day in protein, much less than we are led to believe. However, if you're going to go to the gym and pursue building muscle, again, this is not about bulk, this is about 
muscle a lot of which is invisible inside in your core um, you do need a little bit more protein because you want to you know you break down your muscle by tearing them in the gym and then you want to build them back up again with the right building blocks so of course protein is part of that so you bump it up a little bit but just like you've alluded to there at PJ it means you have some protein in every meal you do not need to buy protein shakes or protein bars which are the most expensive food per bite you can and buy and full of sugar and salt <laughs> and they're still a bar in a wrapper you know they're still a treat they're not food as we know it um, you're dead right but you have eggs with your breakfast or you have seeds on your porridge um, or a protein yogurt is a very handy one in Aldi and Little. they do these um, very plain protein yogurts um, that you can put half of one of those into your breakfast cereal which is a nice way to add a little bit of protein um, and there's protein in your milk so you have that for breakfast then at lunchtime what an awful lot of women do very very commonly I see it every week of the year they'll have just soup and bread for lunch because they're in a rush and it's lovely and job done no have protein in there as well have cheese like feta um, or goat's cheese is nice and low fat and high taste on your bread or tuna salmon, ham, chicken on the bed. See, there's a thing now, there's a thing now, Anna, right? And Mm -hmm. and I I have to say, I completely agree with you, but my missus is is doing her best and she really is, she she put the rest of us to shame in terms of her healthy eating, her exercising. We were going to a, a hockey match yesterday. We drove, she walked. She'd put you, she'd put you to shame. Brilliant. But I often think of, like, you, you look then and go, oh, she wouldn't stay, she, she, she'd have a bit of cheese i got to walk that off now. Uh, well, now, you see, food is fuel. You need to turn that upside down, back to front and inside out. Food is your fuel. So if you bought that lovely Land Rover, brand new, 23, um, mm-hmm. cost you 150000 I guarantee you, you'd pull up to the garage that is the cleanest garage around with no smelly pumps. You wouldn't go near the diesel. You'd go to the petrol. You'd go to the high-octane one. You would treat that machine with respect. So why would you be fueling your body with any old rubbish? Cheese is a very good food. So if you've had cheese, there's protein in it, there's calcium in it, there's vitamin D, and there's fat. We need fat as well as we need protein and carbohydrate. That's far superior than the Mars bar. Yeah. Well, no, she'd run a, she, in fairness, she wouldn't, touch, she wouldn't touch the marathon. <laughs> She'd give it to me, here, you'll eat that. And I won't, unfortunately. But Anna, the, one last thing, I've been talking about myself and talking about women. Men and women in their middle age, from say 30 something plus, I know men don't go through menopause, which is one huge difference, and our hormones remain relatively okay for most of us. But in yeah. terms of how we lose and gain weight, how we tighten the body up, or let it go loose and floppy. Mm-hmm. Are we pretty much built the same? Um, you see, hormonally, women have oestrogen and progesterone. So oestrogen is the stuff of Sophia Loren, you know, curves, boots mm. and bumps. So if you have a lot of oestrogen around, you're going to be quite curvy. Um, as that diminishes over the years, it's the biggest player, the biggest hormone, you know, this progesterone. Women also have testosterone. Um, but oestrogen is what gives us our curves. It's it's the main reproductive hormone. As that diminishes from probably 35-ish to 55-ish, you know, most people I'd be dealing with are between 40 and 60. Um, as it diminishes, the curves can go. And um, a client of mine put it brilliantly once when she asked, you know, do we go square? Um, and I knew exactly what she meant. What she meant was, do we start as females putting on the weight in front, like your collar there now, onto the belly, and then the bum disappears. So our lovely curves go and we become a little bit more androgynous, a bit more male in, in shape. 
The answer is very simply, not unless you put on weight. So if you do what I would suggest, which is some weight work in, in whatever way it suits you, but that involves some lifting and um, using of your muscles, weight-bearing, and you also do your 10,000 steps a day and you eat well, not dieting hard, but you're eating well and you're keeping an eye on the fat, sugar and salt. If you do that, you're not going to put on weight in your mid-years. If you don't put it on, you can't put it on your belly. And if you're building the muscle that we were discussing earlier, you will be losing otherwise and hanging on to the bones that make you strong enough to be able to continue to do that, then your bum won't go anywhere. So there's no inevitability here and that's the cornerstone of why I wrote this book. I wrote this book last kind of autumn and, and published it in December before it even kind of hit the media. It's it's very hot topic now, if you'll pardon the pun, but, um, but this is so relevant. The assumptions that we're making, you're making them for yourself, PJ, and I'll argue you to the hilt. There's no inevitability. You yeah. can choose, you can turn around in the morning. If you choose it, it's about your priorities. So if you chose to carefully go into the gym with a personal trainer leading you in the first you know couple of months um, and exercising more and walking more and eating really really well you lose weight as much as anyone else can female yeah. or male at any age but it's how you do it and there's no point going hell further dieting wise or exercising wise because you'll end up starved and injured you That's know you do it and in bad steady form state. yeah and you do it steady state and your expectations i say to everyone keep away from the weighing skills dig a hole in the back garden, bury the goddamn thing in it and put a little memorial to the weighing scale. <laughs> but, but how do you put know then you're life. losing weight if you haven't got something to stand on? You you wear clothes, PJ. Well, we hope most of the time we don't see you, but presumably you're wearing clothes. That will tell you everything you need. So for women, I tell <sighs> them to find a pair of jeans. Jeans are unforgiving. They don't lie. They're going to tell you what they're going to tell you. They'll be either a muffin top or they won't. Um, you either squeeze in or you're not. So take a pair of jeans. If you don't have ones that are too small, go and buy a pair of pennies for a tenner. A couple of sizes too small, squeeze them on and over the weeks, see how they fit. What that does is it takes away any issues you have around PMT or bloatedness or feeling horrible or feeling well or otherwise. The weighing scales can fluctuate five pounds a day and it can be what gets in your way because you go, oh my God, I've eaten nothing but lettuce today and I've put up four pounds. Yeah, there's a thing called water weight, isn't there? Of course. And that'll that'll really throw you. Yeah, glycogen, which is how we store carbohydrates in our muscle and liver, it's stored with 25% water. So, yeah, and if you have a salty meal, you've had the Chinese last night, you're heavier today because of water, not because of the fat in the Chinese meal. It doesn't go on that quickly. Um, so so it's about clothes, PJ. Um, if you ask the weighing scales every morning what to tell you about yourself, you may as well go downstairs and ask the toaster. <laughs> and so those those no those genes, I think that I think that idea works for a man as well. Of um, course it won't. But one thing else I would say is don't do not try those genes on on a Sunday when you're not feeling very well after Saturday. Wait well, and put do. them on on Friday. I'd say do and, oh, and really? face reality, PJ. Yeah, why have a blowout on a Saturday night? Why not enjoy a lovely steak dinner and a glass or two of wine instead of having a blowout? Why would you have a blowout every Saturday when you're going to feel miserable on Sunday? You know, you're talking load. too much sense, Anna Burns. You really are. You're talking yeah. way too much sense. I've been doing this for too long. I've know, heard it all. There's nothing I haven't heard. Do you know what I think we should do? We should talk more often, you and me. Uh, before the summertime because you know we, we all want look I, I mean sorry no but uh, we talk about the beach bud do you know what I mean I just I, I mean I'll be honest with you, I just buy bigger t-shirts do you know what I mean but that's that's anyway look Anna I'm going to give you one final example PJ uh, if, if we're looking for a bit of motivation now it might not work for you um, but if, if you think I, I think J-Lo Jennifer Aniston are kind of 
in the region of 53 or 4. They're menopausal, but they're not declaring it. It's an awful pity. Um, but if you think of Elizabeth Hurley, Elizabeth Hurley sells bikinis for a living. She's 57. She's nearer to 60 than she is to 50. Jeez, yeah. And she sells bikinis for a living. I'm not saying we all need a bikini bod. Life's too short to be bothering with that. But she put on, again, I get the stuff fed to me on Instagram. She put on seven pounds, God help her, last winter. Um, because she broke her foot or something like that. So she packed herself off to somewhere in Switzerland so that the professionals could help her to lose the weight. That's how important it is to her because her living depends on it. You or I wouldn't buy a bikini from a muffin top woman. Modely it. We just wouldn't. We're, We're not built that way. We want to see perfection. But my point is... Yes, she might be able to throw money at the problem, but that's not how she does it. She does it because it's her priority. Yeah. It's her priority to get back into those bikinis because she can make her millions out of it. That's my point. Yeah. It's easy to think, well, she can go to Switzerland. It's that she could be bothered. She needs it. It's her brand. Yeah, I mean, and, and if you take a, a male uh, equivalent, I only watched his latest movie uh, the other night. I mean, does anybody, does any man alive, I think, carry 68 better than Liam Neeson? How well does he look? Create. You see that? That's amazing. That's yeah. incredible, isn't it? We'll talk again, Anna, before the summer. I've had a lot of fun in this conversation. And the book is called Say No to Menopause Weight Gain. It's available on Book Depository and Amazon and Barnes & Noble and through your own website. Lovely to talk to you. We will talk again. Thanks indeed. Cheers, Anna. Quartz 96 FM.